0: Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Jason here. Big, big day, Jay. Guys, this is a long time in coming. Today we have launched uh, the TMZ Audio Network. Derek and I are sort of running this thing, and it's been a passion project for us for a long time. We're really, really excited. One of our podcasts
1: that we've launched today is called Last Days. It's sort of a look into the final moments of the biggest celebrities across uh, entertainment, sports, pop culture, where we
0: really do a deep dive because as everyone knows,
1: TMZ breaks all the big death stories. So, so this so is a we, deeper look at we all of the We launched with ones.
0: three celebrities, three celebrities' deaths. We examine uh, the last days in detail. We have a uh, Paul, Paul Walker, Paul Amy Walker. Winehouse, and Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Right, so really excited. Check it out uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, um, and download and listen. Um, and it's really a great product. We're really proud of it. Sounds good. Now let's dive into the stories of the day.
1: Uh, Aaron Carter. So Aaron Carter's mother has revealed some death scene photos, and that's what she 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 calls them, of uh, the bathroom where Aaron Carter was found uh, dead. She says these are not photos taken by police officers and she really emphasizes that these are photos from somebody else and she's sort of
0: insinuating kind of directly that there might have been foul play in, in, involved with Aaron's death. So missing from her declaration that these photos are were not taken by the police officers is any explanation from her, any theory from her about who they might have been taken by? Because we have photos that have come out of a death scene, of a bathroom. We know the police were on the scene. Who took these photos? It's unclear. I think she is... Indicating that some people had access to the house when it should have been roped off so at a crime scene. We're aware that he's dead and interlopers are allowed to just roam free? Is yeah, scene see, here. Is that what's being alleged
1: at least? That seems to be what she's alleging. And and the photographs, you know, they're indistinguishable from what cops photographs would look like sure. of the scene as well. But she says this wasn't treated as a crime scene in the way that it should have been. She says, because of Aaron's history of substance abuse. Uh, The investigators jumped to the conclusion that this was an accidental overdose and they basically didn't uh, sort of get their roll up their sleeves and look for evidence of potential foul play. She doesn't know either. um, But if you see this scene, there's a bathtub with sort of uh, filled with water that's of a greenish tint. Remember, Aaron was discovered and he had already been in the bath for. Some time, so there's some decomposition uh, involved. Let's just skip right over that part. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it, look, these are graphic photos. Um, there's some towels that are neatly placed, and she says, if he was discovered and someone tried to do CPR, why are the towels so neatly folded if he was removed from the tub and someone tried to resuscitate him? Now, what's interesting as an overlay to all this is the coroner has looked at Aaron's body. Um, and determined that Aaron died from uh, asphyxiation, but he didn't have water in his lungs, so, so he uh, stopped breathing, but he didn't drown. But he,
0: the asphyxiation, the, the, the assumption has been because he has is such a well-known uh, victim or, or, or sufferer from substance abuse. The assumption has been that he died from some sort of a drug overdose. Right now, the tox reports from the coroner have not been returned yet. What we do know from the coroner is, no, as you said, no, no water in his lungs, but he was asphyxiated. So presumably, the thought is that the drugs overwhelmed his system and he stopped breathing. We see this all the time. We see it on Amy Winehouse, as a matter of fact, with alcohol. This is what this is what happens. But she's not buying it. She really believes, or at least insinuates, yeah. that there may have been foul play involved, or at least somebody else there at the time that he died.
1: Yeah, I mean, she wants someone to look into it. She says she consulted with his friends and family before she released these photos because they're obviously uh, going to get traction. They're 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 sort of graphic photographs, and she knew that this would get this kind of response. And what she's doing is trying to push law enforcement to embarrass them for not looking into uh, more
0: theories about it, the death. It is interesting son. though; like these photos hadn't leaked, but. She she leaks them and then she uses openly. them openly. But how did she get? For her to say these were leaked by somebody. These these were taken by somebody who is not law enforcement and therefore it suggests that that there was a, a not-closed crime scene and anything could have happened. Well, well, at that point, like, who did take them? You know you have them, Yeah, nobody get, else did.
1: I guess it's possible that, you know, she's Aaron Carter's uh, mother. Aaron Carter passes away under these sort of, uh, you know, strange circumstances. Uh, a fan of his goes to the house, sees it isn't roped off, takes some pictures, and DMs her. Right. I mean, that's a possible, that's possible scenario. Right? She's sort of famous by association with Aaron Carter. She doesn't get into the identity of that person, but she does want to focus on the fact that these aren't police photos as a way of indicating that cops just let this scene
0: be run over, evidence be spoiled, and so forth. It's impossible to put yourself in the position of the mother of somebody who has died under such tragic circumstances and frankly lived a very tragic life. But she says, because of my son's mental illness and prescription drug issues, the cops just wanted it to be something easy that they didn't have the time or inclination to address. I'm sure the officers who are conducting this investigation would really take umbrage with that. It, I, I
1: absolutely think so. But and again, you give a lot of deference. She's she's yes, suffering. She's, she's grieving.
0: She's she, grieving. Right.
1: The other thing is what will sort of clarify this, at least to some extent, is the toxicology report. Right. If he has a large, you know, amount of drugs in his system, and it becomes clear that he passed out and slumped in the tub, and and that's what happened, it's going to be hard for her to sort of, uh, you know. A, a theory that there was foul play involved nevertheless I could see her saying someone drugged him I mean these theories have no way of ending sometimes and she doesn't sound like she'll be satisfied until cops actually look into it and say r- foul play has been ruled out
0: yeah she, she says she believes someone that was har- was there to harm Aaron she said quote there are people who must be held accountable again she talks about the perfectly placed towels I don't I don't follow her logic there the fact that CPR may have been performed. They might have pulled him out and not worried about towels. Uh, they're trying to, they're uh, trying to uh, save I th- I his life that, at that point. Uh, why, why would you? As, why would you? But, one, but one anyway, gr- grieving mother. Yeah. One
1: last thing I'll say is Aaron, during his life, had a bit of sort of paranoia about things. Yeah. So he would say, people are after me. I've got my detractors. And if he was constantly telling his mother that there's haters out there or whatever, she might have uh, sort provided, of— He's provided a narrative A narrative her. for yeah. her to sort of cling to. So, yeah. You know, as you said, you have to take some of it with a grain of salt. She is grieving, um, but it'll be interesting to see what law enforcement's response to this is if the story gets a lot of traction and puts pressure on them. What do you think that they will actually sort of open a, a formal investigation just to say we need to rule no, this out?
0: I think the tox report's going to have to come back. We're going to re- rely on the coroner if the coroner concludes what we all think is the case, which is he died of a drug overdose. I think that pretty much ends the inquiry. I mean, they're going to so do as well. They, they have their they have their job to do and their boxes to check, and obviously law enforcement will do that. But the idea that we're going to, based on a theory put forward by the mom that if it were to contradict the coroner's report and contradict what is sort of commonsensical at this point, yeah, th- that's going to be the end of the story. I think so as well. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R A K U T E N. I want to I want to address it, uh, Travis Scott, with you. Yeah. Because coming out of the Astroworld tragedy, which is over a year old now. Oh yeah. Or was, early twenty. I, I want to say it's November of. Oh, 21? twenty one. Twenty one. I'm not sure. A- anywhere, but a while ago. Okay. So coming out of the Astroworld tragedy. Uh, you were as critical of Travis Scott as anybody because yeah. you really felt that he, as the artist on stage, owed a greater obligation to the people in the, uh, in the audience than, than I did. I said, look, he's up there performing. There are, you hire lots of security and you rely upon those people to provide his service to the, to the crowd. Um, and there's no evidence that I didn't see that he absolutely knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. You, you've taken a more critical approach. So now he's gotten in trouble again. What's your reaction? I mean, maybe it's totally distinct from Astroworld, but does this sort of his reaction, you can talk about it in a second, but does his reaction to this sound engineer sort of feed the narrative that you've had that maybe he's not the best guy in the world? A
1: bit. I, I think they're somewhat different, and I do distinguish them. I think the Astroworld uh, incident and that, that that tragedy, frankly, was... The results, uh, maybe not the result everyone expected, but certainly within the realm of reason, not not sort of um, this unforeseen event, given his previous behavior to incite his crowds to knock over
0: barricades. This is and part even for of the a Travis, Travis Scott, Scott apologist like me. It's undoubtedly true that he, his shtick was to get his crowd insanely rowdy. Yes. And and so that went too far in this case. So you're holding that against him. I, 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 that. I okay. held that against him maybe more yeah. than others. Uh, this incident, though, it's starting to paint a picture that he is a bit of a sort of loose cannon, a bit
1: of a hothead because... This incident involved, I think, a sound engineer, and we have video on the website where you can see the guy come up to him and and sort of calmly approach uh, Travis Scott, who's in the middle of a set, and he wants to do something. What he what that guy says is he wanted to change the volume levels because it was distorting the sound of the Travis Scott performance, and he wanted to improve that. And he's he, a sound engineer, and he's a sound Scott. engineer, so he said like, this is distorted. Let's let's fix it. You can see Travis Scott get. Quite angry uh, yeah. because he is in the middle of a set. And I can understand being interrupted by, by a techie while you're trying to perform. And he says something to the effect of back the fuck off. That's what you can read on his lips. Uh, this escalated, I guess, when the guy tried to approach him again and maybe put a laptop down to sort of emphasize his point. And then the allegation is that Travis Scott hit him. And, yeah. and the guy is now in the hospital. He's been identified as a guy named Mark. He does, doesn't give his last name. He says his arm is
0: tingling. And I was trying to tell him to lower it so he he, uh, so it sounded good for the performance, but, uh, uh, he just stuck his middle finger in my face. So I lowered the monitor a little bit so I could talk to him. Uh, and that's when he ran around the speaker and attacked me. Obviously my neck is up. Um, yeah, like you. Uh, what's happening with your uh, arm? Oh, my arm is tingling. I have uh, pins and needles yeah. going down it. You know,
1: listen. I, I I take all of that with a little bit of a grain of salt. He seems to be setting up some sort of lawsuit That's or, not or seeking too compensation. It, we, but
0: we, but we, you and I, as lawyers, we see it all the time. A lot of people it, are punched in the face, and you don't. Your arm doesn't. Right, off. but at the same. Time, but it could have. Yeah, I mean.
1: Yeah, I, Listen, I, I we'll don't, give I don't it whatever totally credence dismissed. it's, its owed. Right,
0: that'll that'll come out in the wash.
1: <laughs> but I want to identify that you know someone hitting a sound engineer because they're upset with being offered uh, a piece of advice about how their set sounds. Is not a good guy, and I think we lost sight of that. I think when when people rushed to the way I link the two stories, the Astro World and this incident, is when people rushed to Travis's defense of saying, "Of course he didn't want people to die in the crowd." I never said he wanted people to die in the crowd. I just said that his actions led to that consequence. I think you now see a picture of a guy who is a bit reckless, and this is consistent with that
0: pattern to me. Although they're somewhat different incidents. Yeah, they're different, right? I mean, the Astro World thing it stands on its on its own. Here you have obviously something that's regrettable. You don't want to punch anybody in the face, but in the in the heat of the moment, I, I think that uh, that that he probably let it let the emotions get the better of him. Travis's lawyer uh, came along and said it was a misunderstanding that's being blown out of proportion by 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 clickbait and misinformation. I, I think the word "by" there is a little weird, but uh, yeah. you know, it's he's a click clickbait misinformation. I think we the see ins- where this is going. He's going to say it's a cash grab. It's a cash grab. I mean, I think that's where these
1: things tend to go, and and maybe it is. What I'm saying is two things can be true. This could be a cash grab and it could also be an uh, you know an unwarranted punch to the face. Sure. Both both can be
0: true. He could be trying and to cash in on this. Almost every time we see something like this, both are true. That's right. But I hate right. the
1: use of misinformation. Like you know, maybe he maybe he embellished well, how much he's thing. feeling pain, but I don't think he created that he was punched because he did it in such a public setting. Right. The other people are going to have seen the punch as well.
0: And when somebody says it's misinformation, look, the lawyers just got to get the statement out there, start to create a counter narrative. But he says a misunderstanding being blown out of proportion. What, what's the misunderstanding exactly? Did did you not punch? Did he not punch him in the that, face? Yeah, let's <laughs> like, get down to brass side. Did, did he, he punch, him? punch him in the face? And if he did, was the guy trying to punch Travis first, and Travis defended himself, or did that not happen? Yeah, exactly. And if so, you can't really punch somebody in the face because you're angry with them. That's just not the way our system works. Yeah. I guess, it does I guess work. That's what, okay, yeah, I, I guess that's why I see. it. May, maybe they're setting up some sort of
1: self-defense, but I haven't heard that. I ha, they, they, they would have come out and said this was mutual combat if it were like just a fracas and, and the guy what, got more <laughs> injured than Travis. But and that's, that's not, not what happened.
0: Saying. And that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Right? This is the sound engineer who was standing up for himself maybe too aggressively in the face of a superstar who wants it a certain way and doesn't care about the distortion. And it was Travis Scott's first lot, big concert back since the Astro World tragedy. You know, he wanted to be the way he wanted it to be. The guy's being a pain in the ass. And Travis punches him. Not cool. Not good. Yeah. But these things happen. We see rock stars punch people in the face all the time. Athletes, rock stars, whatever it is. You know what I'm reminded of, I, I, and, and
1: I, I personally take umbrage when someone who is in an exalted position, a superstar, hits an underling. That just bothers of me course. more than most people. It's like it's, people treating the staff badly or whatever. Exactly. It is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I think I'm reminded of Dennis Green when I see this. Travis Scott is who I think he is. People used to say this about, about Donald Trump. You know. Take him at his word. He is this sort of buffoon who we should fear more, and when he gets power, bad things will happen. Travis yeah, Scott that's not is entirely who he is, right?
0: He's had these. No, he's it's, also it's, a
1: father. He's a multifaceted it, person. No, no he's and, a good. He,
0: by all uh, accounts, a really good father sure. and really doting father. And yeah, yeah I and bet Charles Manson called his mother. And his friend, you know? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. His friend, his friends say really great things about him. There are people in the in the uh, rap community, who really think incredibly highly of him. He's insanely talented. He's a multifaceted person. He just, you know... Attra- in, yeah, in a bad ast- moment. Astroworld was a awful, awful, incredible tragedy. He has said the right things, I think, coming yep. out of that. At the same time, he's got to protect his livelihood because there are multi-hundred-million-dollar yep. lawsuits flying at him. In this situation, like... Sucks. You shouldn't punch somebody in the face, but sometimes you get pissed off. Yeah, when you punch somebody in the face. It yeah. happens. That doesn't make you a bad person.
1: No, not necessarily. But there's yeah. a lot of like dots that start to connect into a constellation at yeah, some point. Yeah, and and for yeah. me,
0: Travis Scott is sort
1: of indicated that he's not a per, uh, not a savory person in my mind yeah. overall. But listen, right. I, you know, different people have different opinions, and there are good elements to him. I, I think he's made very cute kids with Kylie, <laughs> and he's probably a great dad by all accounts. You know accounts, who is really a savory like
0: person? Guy. Who? Robin Williams.
1: Okay. very well on that note uh we'll see you guys next time uh as we said the audio network has launched today please go
0: download last days we're very excited about three episodes up paul paul walker robin williams that's my joke and amy winehouse and check it out with more to come thanks